Welcome to Smart Poker Study, the poker podcast for those who work to be better today than yesterday. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. In last week's episode number 232, I reviewed Ed Miller's book, Poker's 1%. It's poker study time, y'all. Thank you so much for sharing this show with some of your poker friends out there. I do appreciate it for turning you on or turning them on to all of my stuff, my books, the podcast, the YouTube channel, all that jazz. Thank you so very much. And I gotta say, I went to go see with my two boys, Avengers Endgame. And I have just three words for you. Yep, that's exactly how I feel. We went on Friday, took him out early from school, um, and we loved every minute of it. So make sure you go see it as soon as possible because if you haven't yet, uh, people are spoiling it all over the place in tweets and in YouTube and Facebook and stuff. So don't allow them jerks to ruin any surprises. You've got to go see it meow. And of course, speaking of Magnificent, my newest... Patreon insider Joby Ingram Dodd is magnificent. Thank you so much, Joby, for your support. I really do appreciate it. So if you want to follow in Joby's footsteps and support the show, go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash smart poker study. When you go there, you'll see the different levels of support with the different rewards attached. And with May coming up soon means new uh, rewards are coming out, podcast and video rewards. So get in on that. Once you do start your support, you'll get the new ones as well as the archive of patron-only content. So once again, patreon.com slash smartpokerstudy. Alrighty then, let's get to poker satellite strategy. Now, Dara O'Kearney and Barry Carter, they did such a great job with this book. It's super useful and it's really easy to read and it's full of satellite strategies. Now, I've already been using them to some really good effect and I'm going to discuss that more during the review. So here's what I'm doing this episode. First off, I'm going to give you a review of the book and give you my recommendation. You'll also hear my three favorite quotes. And then I'll give you my three favorite action steps that I took away from the book, along with a little bit of the strategy behind each of those action steps. So please visit the show notes page for everything I discussed today, along with screenshots and links at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod233. And as a bonus today, for those who visit the show notes page, you can download a PDF worksheet that contains my 10 favorite action steps that I took away from Poker Satellite Strategy. It's five study with purpose and five play with purpose tasks so that you can get to work right away on your satellite and actually your double or nothing uh, sit and go skills as well. So just go to the show notes page once again www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod233. Fill out that box at the top of the page for your free download. Let's roll! Gambate! I wrote a song about it, like the kid here go. I play guitar, so of course, we're talking Poker Satellite Strategy by Dara O'Kearney and Barry Carter. I loved this book. I bought it as a Kindle uh, a Kindle ebook for only $9.99, and that is a steal. It's, oh my gosh, it's so worth 10 bucks easily. Uh, it does speak about a lot of GTO strategy, 
but they also couple that GTO strategy with plenty of ways on how to exploit your opponents and the situations, the stage of the tournament, um, ex exploiting opponents based on positions and stack sizes, how likely they are to fold or to call or to shove themselves, all that stuff. I really love this book, GTO, as well as exploitative stuff. Now, my notes document, I, you know, every book that I read, I keep track of, or I keep notes in Word. My document was actually over 12,000 words long. It had so much good stuff in it. Um, I actually took 13 action steps, seven play with purpose and six study with purpose. But in that uh, bonus PDF, I'm just giving you my favorite 10 out of that one right there. If we get to the book itself, right, I really like how they make certain assumptions about the readers and they explain all this in the very first chapter. They're not writing this book for complete uh, poker noobs at all, right? You've got to know some things. You've got to have basic understanding of GTO and equities, ranges, and that kind of stuff. If you don't know anything or anything or any of that stuff, they tell you right away to, hey, put down the book, go do some outside studying, then come back to the book. Another thing I really like about the book is they specifically uh, made the structure in order of relevance. So they start off in the very beginning. Chapter one is all about why play, why sh why you should play satellites. And the best reason is so that you can play in a bigger event that's beyond your bankroll for a fraction of the of the price. But there are three really good secret reasons to play satellites. Number one is they frequently miss their guarantee. Number two is that there are good ways to make money. And the third reason, and it's the best reason, it's that uh, satellites are the softest form of poker because recreational players, they make a ton of mistakes and those MTT regulars do as well because they do not know the strategies in this book. So that's just the very first chapter. Chapter two is, oh my gosh, chapter two is amazing. You know how I did the MEDs of poker, which are just the most, uh, the simplest things to do to make the biggest or to give you the biggest return. Well, that's what this whole chapter is about. The chapter is called Satellites in 30 Minutes. And after 30 minutes of reading, they give you seven really quick and easy points of improvement. I'm not going to go through all seven. I'm just going to go through my favorite one. Here it is. Play tight and reduce variance. Now, this is one of the tips because you're playing for prizes of equal value. And there's no additional value for having more chips when the bubble bursts. So if you have 60% of the chips in play, or maybe you only have three big blinds, that just doesn't matter, right? Winning a ticket to the bigger event is winning a ticket. So in general, tighter players will win more seats than the looser, more aggressive players. That's what this is all about. So you need to play tight and reduce variance. Beyond this, this is pretty interesting. The chapter four is called Endgame right? And they're automatically going into the end game. They're skipping the early level, skipping the mid stages. The end game is the most important part. And it's the most important skill in super satellites is knowing when to call and when to fold versus shoves. And calling too wide, that's probably the costliest error that players make. And I've seen this just uh, in the few double or nothing uh, sit and goes that I've played over the past few days. C players are calling crazy wide which is great for us if we know the strategy, we're choosing very good ranges that uh, kind of dominate their wider calling ranges, right? But if you don't really realize that they're calling so wide, you might be shoving with like King 10 suited and Queen 9 suited, stuff like that, that you're thinking, hey, if I get called, I have some decent equity here, but they're calling with every ace, every king, every queen. If you're uh, shoving with weaker kings, queens, and jacks and stuff, 
you could be dominated quite often. So this was a really good chapter. Actually, all these chapters four, five, and six, they're all about the end game, about shoving, about calling, ICM. He gives you calling ranges. They give you some really good um, uh, chance of caching math, which tells you based on the stack sizes, taking ICM into account, how likely you are to cash as the situation stands in the tournament that you're playing. And let's say your chance of caching is 90%, right? If somebody shoves on you, you can only call with a hand that has 90% equity against their shoving range. And let me tell you, there is no hand with 90% equity versus a regular shoving range, right? So basically, you've got to fold everything, even pocket aces. And this basically means that, you know, you have a 90% chance right now, nine times out of 10, you're going to cash and you're going to double your money or win that seat entry, that, that tournament entry. Why would you take any chances? Just fold everything. Let the shorter stacks knock each other out, right? So that's some really good stuff in these chapters right here. Uh, one thing I really like about the book, too, is they have key takeaways at the end of most chapters. And they just tell you, basically, they break down the entire chapter into between three and five bullet points. The most important stuff right there. Throughout the rest of the book, I'm not going to go in through too much more. It's just really good stuff all about mega satellites playing the early game, how to approach post-flop play. Uh, it's just, it's killer stuff. I highly recommend it. Oh, one very good section is useful HUD stats. Now, they talk about the HUD stats in details, but the ones that they really say for us online players we need to pay attention to are VPIP and PFR, of course. Also, the limp percentage. Also, their raise and then fold to 3-bet. That's important, too, for those 3-bet reshoves, right? Also, the 4-bet, the C-bet, and lastly, their regular 3-bet percentage as well. So those are the main ones that a satellite player needs to focus on. All right, so if you could tell by the tone of my voice and everything I said, I highly recommend this book to everybody. Everybody needs to read it. It doesn't matter if you never play tournaments or, you know, you're only a cash game player or you hate double or nothings or you don't like satellites, whatever. Like they said at the very beginning, this is a very profitable form, form of poker. And we're playing poker to make money, right? And if you can have fun in cash games and make money, have fun in tournaments and make money, why not play some satellites, win entries into bigger tournaments where you could potentially make more money, but then they're also a good way just to make money in themselves, the double or nothings and the satellites, if you can cash your ticket in for the money, whatever the case, everybody needs to read this book, but actually not just read the book. You have to read the book and then play in some satellites or double or nothing sit and goes in order to um, uh, put those skills to the test, right? Oh, and the last thing I want to talk to you about is my current results. So since I started reading the book, I played in 10 double or nothing sit and goes. Now, these last anywhere from like 20 to 45 minutes, depending on the level of play. And I just don't have time to play full on satellites, but double or nothings work exactly the same way. 10 people enter, five people walk out with the money. Half the field gets knocked out. So you almost double your money once you take out rake and everything. Well, I played 10 tournaments and what ended up happening was I cashed in nine out of the 10 following the strategies. Actually, just following those simple uh, chapter two uh uh, satellites, uh, satellites in 30 minutes strategies. So I cashed in nine out of those 10 for a total profit of $34 and 54 cents. I played one $15 sit and go one three, uh, three fifty sit and go. Uh, let's see, two, four, five, one fifties and three $7 tournaments. Uh, it's it just worked out really well. I really, really love these results. And like I said, I only paid 10 bucks for the book. I'm practically 35 bucks up. I've, this book has paid for itself three and a half times over. 
All right, so real quick, let's get to my three favorite quotes. This one comes from chapter two, which was called Satellites in 30 Minutes. Here's the quote. Fold equity is the most important form of equity in a super satellite. And I like this quote because raising and shoving, they're always so much better than entering the pot as the caller or as the limper even, right? If you can get everyone to fold, you've taken down a pot and you've reduced your variance. Now, my second favorite quote comes from chapter five called Endgame Shoves. Here's the quote. You won't be making a massive error in the late stages of a tournament, shoving the entire range you would normally play. And it's much easier from a mental game perspective to keep it simple and have a default strategy. Now, one of the things they teach in the book is that when you're near the bubble, all you really have to do is maintain your stack. Your goal is really not to increase it. You want to pick the best spots, and all you really need to do is succeed in your steel shoves once per orbit. But if you are the shortest stack at or near the bubble, you can ramp up that aggression, and you know that your opponent should be folding a lot, so shoving any two cards can be profitable. And the last quote comes from chapter 12 called The Mental Game, and here it is. If you are bored in a satellite, you are doing it wrong. And I love that quote because there is so much to pay attention to from the different stack sizes, the player positions, how many players are still involved in the tournament, um, their HUD stats, all that stuff. So much to pay attention to. Your goal is to simply cash. You don't, you're not going for first, right? So if you're bored, you're just doing it wrong because satellites, I mean, or what I should say is satellites can be boring because they do require a ton of folding because you're just trying to conserve that stack, look for the best opportunities to earn chips when everyone's going to fold to you. So yes, they can be boring, but if they are boring, you are doing it wrong. All right, if you're listening to this on the day it drops, tomorrow, Tuesday, April 30th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to hold my live webinar called The Smart HUD Webinar. So that's right, I'm going to teach you how to get the most from the best Poker Tracker 4 HUD available. I'm going to discuss all six parts of the HUD in detail, and I will cover the six custom pop-ups as well. So to watch the webinar, all you have to do is purchase the Smart HUD by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD. When you go there, use offer code POD10, that's P-O-D-10, and you'll get 10% off. Now, the Smart HUD, it's newly updated as of April 22nd, and I did that in order to make it more user-friendly and a little bit aesthetically pleasing a bit more. And if you've purchased the Smart HUD in the past, there's an email in your inbox right now, and that email is inviting you to watch the webinar for free with a special link. And if you purchase a Smart HUD after the webinar, the recording will be included in your purchase guaranteed. Now, along with the live webinar, your purchase also gives you four additional training videos designed to help you effectively use the HUD. So once again, go to smartpokerstudy.com smarthud and use offer code POD10 for 10% off. And I hope to see you at the webinar tomorrow, Tuesday, April 30th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And a few shout outs today. Jerry Inns purchased Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. His support of the show um, gave me a really good incentive to send Jerry my smart HUD, which I just talked about. So all Jerry did was go to smartpokerstudy.com slash poker tracker 4. He looked at his different options there for poker tracker, chose the one that works for him. He supported the show. I sent him my smart HUD. Thank you much, Jerry. And speaking once again of the smart HUD, three people, BD. Brad Kachansky and Mike Gunn 
all purchased the Smart Hub recently. Two of them purchased it with that 10% discount. Thank you very much, Brad and Mike, for that. And for that, you're going to be seeing that webinar live tomorrow. So if you want to get your Smart Hub for Poker Tracker 4, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud. All right, one final shout out goes to Nelson Dominguez for purchasing How to Study Poker Volume 1 and Volume 2 in PDF form. So you can read it right there on your computer or however you read PDFs, maybe in your tablet or smartphone or something. So just go to the show notes page for links to these um, uh, PDF versions. All righty, back to class, poker people. All right, so the final part today, I want to share with you my three favorite strategies and action steps. Here's the first one. It's a play with purpose called Double or Nothing Sit and Go Grinding. Now, this was taken from Chapter 3 called Endgame. For the next five days, play a couple Double or Nothing Sit and Go games simultaneously each day. Because the prize structure is the same as a satellite, this is perfect practice for you. Try to use what you've learned from the book. Avoid calling all-ins. Take the lower variance lines. Fold equity is the most important form of equity in satellites. Work out what the average stack will be on the bubble and tighten up when you achieve 70% of that. And lastly, lock up when you are inside the bubble by more positions than there are players outside of the bubble. And of course, tag any difficult decisions, especially those where your tournament life is on the line near the bubble. Now, this is a great play with purpose task because satellites can often take a long time to play, but those double or nothing sit and goes, they run very frequently and take at most 45 minutes. They're great practice for somebody who wants to improve their skills. And actually, if you go to the show notes page, I have a video embedded right there of me playing a double or nothing tournament. Of course, you know from what I said earlier, I win this tournament right here. So it's a cool video to see how I approach it. There is a ton of folding, so maybe it is kind of a boring video, but hey, Folding is how you're going to make it to the bubble and then ultimately make the cash. All right. Action step number two is another play with purpose. This one is called All Shoves on the Stone Bubble. And it's taken from Chapter 5 called Endgame Shoves. Here it is. When you get to the stone bubble of the tournament, no more open raises. Instead, open shoves only. You don't want to let your opponents come back over the top, forcing you to fold those valuable chips. Instead... Put them to the test with your shoves. If they are capable of calling wide, make sure your shoving range is far ahead of their wider calling range. Keep your bluffs to a minimum unless you know the players are not willing to call and risk their tournament life without a great hand. Now, I really like this play with purpose task because it truly does relieve some of that mental game stress on you. If you think you should be opening to two and a half or three big blinds with ace-queen and you have a 12 big blind stack, you're now putting yourself in a potential post-flop decision situation. It makes sense that shoving with this instead gives you maximum fold equity, while at the same time relieving a bit of that mental stress. And now my final play with purpose task. This one's called Label the Players as Nits, Maniacs, or Stations. And this one's also taken from Chapter 5, which was called Endgame Shoves. Here it is. In the next five satellites you play, Pay attention to the action and HUD stats and label each player at your table as a nit, a maniac, or a station. Nits make folding mistakes. Stations make calling mistakes. Maniacs are overly aggressive and can make both betting and calling mistakes. Experiment with widening your ranges to any two cards when you only have nits left to act. 
when there are maniacs in stations still to act, tighten up your ranges to only shove with hands that you don't mind getting called. Now, this is a great task to help you keep yourself focused on the players at the table. Even though this book teaches you to follow GTO strategies for the most part, it also teaches you to adjust your play based on the opponent that you're up against. And you can only do this if you're paying attention, taking notes, and using your HUD. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Choose one of the three action steps I gave you today and take action with it. If you find it helpful to your game, pick up Dara and Barry's book, Poker Satellite Strategy. Read it, then do the other nine action steps from this episode's free PDF download, which of course you can find in the show notes page. Now it's your turn to pull the trigger and do something positive for your poker game. You better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. There is another world beneath it. The real world. And if you want to survive it, you better learn to pull the trigger. This episode isn't complete until you head to the show notes page at www.smartpokerstudy.com slash pod233. Go there for screenshots and links to everything I discussed today, along with that free PDF containing the 10 action steps from Poker Satellite Strategy. Also, a side note here, check out the Red Chip Poker podcast episode. Uh, it came out on April 23rd, and it was called Satellite Tournament Strategy Shortcuts. In this episode, Dara and Barry were both interviewed by Robbie Straczynski, and he did a great job interviewing them. Uh, they explained some of the strategies discussed in the book, and it's great hearing these directly from the authors. And of course, great work to you, Robbie, in that episode. Well, thank you so much for listening today, and a big thanks to Dara O'Kearney and Barry Carter for writing a killer book that's really already paid itself or paid for itself for me. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend or leave a glowing five-star review on your favorite podcatching app. And don't forget, tomorrow, the Smart HUD webinar will be held 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. All you have to do is purchase the Smart HUD by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD. Alrighty, poker people. In the next episode, number 234, I'm going to tell you the monthly theme for May. And here's a hint. What do Barry Carter, who is one of today's authors, and Jared Tendler have in common? Well, word of mouth is the best advertising, so thank you very much for sharing the show with other poker people. Your sharing and caring is what helps us grow. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet.